Starting to wind up out wide, but he went for the doctor on Yearlong Sovereign. Did Butler on the favourite, bounded away up to second Centerini Summer. But if you're on the last fave, go find your bookie, your home. Yearlong Sovereign by four to the from Sharindi. Tezoff went to second. Then what a thought in Delias, but it's all Namazu. He's pretty good, this bloke, and with 100 to go, straight to the wire he goes. Wiggins is going to throttle down on him close to home. And well, Lockie, welcome back, mate. What a week it's been in racing. How good, mate. How good. And a uh, big week for you at home, too. Congrats on the uh, the new addition to the stable. Yeah, another 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 jockey, I guess, joining the ranks. I don't know if she can be a jockey. She come out uh, £8.3 in the old scale. So, yeah, she uh, fills out like me. I don't think she'll be any chance anyway. <laughs> Might have to send her over the jumps, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez, we can throw a filly, can't we? Tell me about it. That's <laughs> four or five and... Four weeks, I know yeah. of. So my brother was the same. They had a baby girl two days later. So, well, not my brother, me, uh, me sister-in-law, but there's a few kicking around, which is nice. Ah, really good stuff, mate. Really good stuff. Racing-wise, there's a, there's a bit going on this weekend as well. We've got the Capricorn yearling sales coming up and two days of racing in Rocky, which with some big fields, which is nice. Uh, we might get some value there in a few picks later on today. Yeah, it's hard to get value down at Rocky. So, uh, yeah, that you know, if there's ever going to be a meeting that'll throw it, it's a two-day meeting like this with some decent fields. So, yeah, really looking forward to that. Last week, we had, had a couple of good meets in Rocky and Townsville and then Innsvall and Bowen for our country races. Uh, I touched base with Kristen Swaffer yesterday to check on her after she come unstuck, turning for home in Townsville on Tuesday. But, um, yeah, she's on the mend. I'm not sure of her injuries, but she said she's doing well and um, was headed back pretty late that night to Cairns. So wishing her the best in her recovery. Freedom uh, tough up that way, mate. Yeah, they must do. <laughs> I've seen another video the other day too. Someone come off and hit the, uh, hit the sign, hit the marker pole. Did you see that? Yeah, I did catch that actually. <laughs> um, oh, it's a it's a scary sport, isn't it? You know, big animals and small people. Um, yeah. Anything can happen. They're, they're, they're tough buggers, a lot of them, I reckon. Talking about uh, big animals, how about that horse of ours arriving to the stable yesterday? Mate, what a beast. He's <laughs> oh, um, a long way down. Oh, you wouldn't, uh, yeah, you wouldn't want to come off him. Um, can't wait to see him, you know, get a bit of condition on him and, and get to the track. Yeah, I think we can have a lot of fun with him, mate, if he, if he races half as good as what he looks, that's for sure. Yeah, hopefully settle into Townsville up there. But anyway, let's have a look at the weekly recap, which uh, starts us off Friday the 1st, which is in Rocky. We had Danley and Wiggins slash Vale winning treble. That was topped by police, Namazoo and patrolling for Wiggins and Vale. Team in form, mate. Uh, I believe it's now 10 wins and three minor placings for Vale in his last 15 starters. So obviously building a massive team there for Carnival in those three horses. Police kicked it off. Nemazoo obviously won by six. That was pretty much a, a walk in the park, a bit of a gallop, you would say. And then patrolling, they, they spent a bit of cash in buying him and he duly saluted and got some good value, mate, there for your best bet. $2.40, I think it opened and, and got crunched into $1.70. Yeah, it was good to see, mate. Um, yeah, what, get a couple, the boys throw a bit of shade at me every now and then for only tipping shorty. So I was, I was pretty happy to let them know that there was some value there if they were quick enough to take it. Fancy me saying value at $2.40. <laughs> Jeez. Well, for Rocky, mate, that's uh, that's massive. <laughs> yeah, well, we did come unstuck, though. We, we tipped a bit of an all up there, and uh, sweet baby boom let us down in the first, going under at about a dollar thirteen, or I don't know what it was, but it was a tough watch. Did you catch the run? Yeah, boom time baby, I think it was. Yeah, not, oh, sorry. Not the other, yeah, not the other shorty that went under down south. Yeah, that, yeah, that was well. another one. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> well, too ma- similar. Too many, uh, too many seconds to getting them confused. Yeah, um, bit of a bit of a tough run, I think that one. So I mean, it didn't help our multi, but didn't lose any admirers either. I wouldn't have thought. 
I think, yeah, just tough and run, a bit slow away, bumped in the run about eight times and just couldn't catch the leader. And, yeah, I see her nominated for Mackay Tuesday, so I won't be getting off, I don't think, anyway. I thought the last good win of the day was uh, Deep Breath, continuing his progression, winning three on the trot. He's been good to you, hasn't he? Uh, you've mm. been on him a couple of times now, and yeah, he, um, oh yeah, I think he's a nice horse, mate. Actually, the way he's sort of going through the grades and, and going through his gears, he, um, he's already one to follow, and I wouldn't be getting off him anytime soon. No, he, he got me back in the green too in my, uh, in my best bet. So um, it's a nice winning day there for us in Rocky, which, which I guess we're building a bit of a trend. Yeah, mate. Yeah, like when we the first couple of podcasts, we we're sort of uh, slinging a <laughs> sling, yeah, slinging a bit of shit on Rocky, weren't we? But um, and, you know, nothing will change your mind on a track like a couple of good wins. That's for sure. <laughs> I guess we should start throwing shade at Townsville now. Then, yeah, dead set. Can't <laughs> couldn't buy a winner there at the moment. Nah, she's tough, and I normally pride myself on Royal Cluden. So uh, yeah, I really need to pick me act up there, mate. Yeah, well, well, on that Townsville on Tuesday was a, a treble for Lacey and um, a double for uh, Charlie Hoffman with a couple of nice winners. Uh, I guess the big one was Nada Shah making it through, three on the trot for for her and knocking over the hot pot Penny Agra in the 1400. So expecting a bit of second up syndrome there for Penny. So I probably wouldn't write him off yet. What do you think? Yeah, and, and second up syndrome, something that you and I both sort of, uh, you know, pay a bit of attention to normally i did think he was just going to be too good for him still but yeah it got us again mate the old second up syndrome it's funny i did all the form for the day and and, you know a few tips and a few bets and i think three out of my four black bookers won and i I didn't tip one of them (laughs) wouldn't be aralinda you're talking about there would you make one of them yeah yeah. well chinny boom one family star and yellow yaralinda so yeah those are the three yaralinda mate broke through for for an overdue win but yeah, just feels like I didn't tip her, and um, well done to Daryl Paradise, who um, yeah, owns and trains her. Yeah, and I was all lip last week in the podcast, mates. You know, it's saying that I heard a few whispers from the stable that it's a handy horse, and I was the same. I didn't put a dollar on it, so yeah, poor form there. The other thousand meter run of Family Star was impressive in winning a strong benchmark seventy. When Lad did all the work in front with the heavyweight, but just got the wobbly boots last bit i thought the the runs of lily of the glen and go deep were pretty disappointing yeah very disappointing mate couldn't find an excuse for them but as you said aspen lad um it wasn't a winning run but gee i thought it was a really nice run still um yeah definitely would have uh knew he was in a race after that one tough tough run probably needs to head to the open company to get back down the way mate chinny boom where are we won in a class record time of 55.98 and ran home in a 32.74 Unbelievable. Massive, mate. You actually sent me through. I didn't catch that race. You sent me through the times, and I went on to double-check, so I thought you might have uh, you might have got, <laughs> the, got, up. Yeah, got the decimal point wrong or something. But no, very impressive. And um, yeah, mate, it's one thing in racing. Times don't lie, do they? Well, for a young horse, a two-year-old, with not many starts on the board, in comparison, Family Star ran a time of 56.04. Touch quicker from Chinny Boom, and Family Star ran home in a 33.11 in the, in the benchmark 70. So... You think it's onwards and upwards for Chinny Boom. We'll just flash back to Saturday at Innesvale and Bowen. Innesvale, we had a winning double with Frank Edwards. And Sneaky Trues, mate, me best of the day. Kicked home a win in the maiden, but uh, dollar eleven. It's <laughs> <laughs> all those listeners, mate. The huge following oh. we got. <laughs> yeah, true. They just launched yeah. in. <laughs> They must have taken uh, armoured vans up there. I think they were just to, excited to Innesvale, that Innesvale eh? got a race meet to go ahead. So they weren't missing <laughs> yeah. out, that's for sure. 
Mate, two uh, two things on the card I, I was impressed with was uh, Cheyenne Beach, one for Shaney Morrison in the benchmark 50. Yeah, not a bad win too, actually. Um, yeah, it, you know, benchmark 50s aren't, aren't sort of normally the greatest uh, form reference, but that was not a bad win. And yeah, funny how similar the names are there, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, I thought the stopwatch might have been broken, mate. Uh, it might have been flat for a second or two because they ran a quicker time than the class six, but who knows? Who knows? So... Maybe one to keep an eye on Cheyenne Beach there. And um, Miria Potteris got a win on the board, mate, taking out the last and beating home her father, Stephen, not far behind in third. So talking about young people in racing lately, um, another young trainer who's got a few horses that pokes around and, and is doing well. Yeah, really good. And yeah, got the uh, got the bragging rights over the old man there. So I'm sure he would have heard about it. And then uh, Bowen Saturday, Cleesey grabbed a double and uh, most of the spoils were shared throughout the day. Hit snooze. Your love affair. <laughs> he's uh, he's he's proven costly after being outbobbed by the new local in Exactamente. Yeah, and mate, point one of a length there was an absolute nose in it. But you know what? I might just stick with it one more time. Yet we'll, we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> Cut a burrow. <laughs> yeah. oh, he's, he's, yeah, he's not that bad yet. But uh, we we'll might give it back on the home track. I want to see it, mate. Back at home hill. Yeah, and then the Class B there was pretty competitive. There was only two lengths split in first to seventh, but Chris Adard trained Risk in Rome, came out on top with Carl Spryboard, and then uh, Miss Fabulicious bought her strong Townsville form and ran them ragged in the last to round out the day. So a couple of nice days of racing there in the north. Uh, Lockie, our next guest, joins us all the way from the desert oasis of Birdsville. I think he had a look at that trainer's bonus that was getting around the other day, mate, and he's nominated all these horses in both race days. So they might be uh, they might be looking for an ice bath come Tuesday, but we've got Todd Austin joining us, who uh, trains a couple of our horses for Hands and Heels. So uh, thanks for joining us, Todd. No worries at all, Karen. Hey, uh, your record of, of late has been pretty good. You must be happy with the team. Yeah, mate, they're going, they're going real good at the moment, that's for sure. Well, 32 winners in the last 96 runners for so 33%. Can't really complain. And you're down in Birdsville at the moment. You've been a number of times as a jockey and a trainer. What what number does it make this? Oh, <laughs> I've got no idea. I'm not telling you how old I am. But I, I started coming here at about 12 or 13 years old, I think. Barton in half 44, carrying water from the river up to the up to the 44 to have a tub in. So, yeah, a fair while ago. They still got the donkey running? The right donkey sure. running. I've got yeah. Nick on the donkey, actually. <laughs> Getting <laughs> a sweater. I've never heard of a donkey before, but he has now. <laughs> Feeding the donkey. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, yeah. as tough as winning a, a Birdsville Cup is, you've you've won it twice. What's it take to win a Birdsville Cup? Oh, mate, I think it's, it's the right horse, really. The horse that can handle desert conditions and, yeah, be... You know, it sounds funny, but they've got to be very mentally tough to handle it and, yeah, race well. It's a very hard mile, the Birdville Cup. Yeah, well, I, I guess that was probably going to be my lead-up question is it obviously takes a special kind of horse to handle all those conditions. And uh, I guess you've got to try and place them well. Yeah, yeah, you do. You know, like, um, it's 850k down here for us, but it's, you know... It's a hard 850k. Um, we do it in two days. Got here yesterday and you, you let them settle in. And, you know, all you can hope for is them to eat and drink well and, yeah, you know, go from there. But so far, so good. They're going great. The horses, the weather's good. A little bit windy today, but um, the weather's been terrific so far. 
Yeah, well, talking of tough horses, would you say one of your best training performances was the win of the the nine-year-old French hustler in 2019 when you purchased him and raced him and I think he had about 70 starts under his belt before he came into your hands. <laughs> yeah, he knew which way to go around. <laughs> You'd hope so. Yeah, it's satisfying. Um, me and Tony, my wife, like, you know, we owned half of him, so it was um, very satisfying getting him to, to win one year, that's for sure. Todd, uh, lucky you, mate. This cup, obviously, different time of the year. It's usually September, September carnival. You got the Batuta Baduri Cup either side of it. Is it a different feel out there this year, mate? As you speak at the moment, there's not many here, but they're, they're starting to. You see the dust coming off the road there now. You know, they're starting to drive in at the moment. A little bit, little bit different. They're all the horses that are just starting to turn up this afternoon, and that you know it's um, yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow it might kick in a bit but you know we've been the only ones here for two days so that'll all start rolling in you got um you got a number mm. of chances over both days obviously and, and you've just mentioned there that horses have traveled and settled in well so so that's good to hear and tell uh, them a bit, got... todd just a, tell them about the setup there with the horses and and what you've you've got to do to to take horses down and uh settle them uh, amongst the sticks and the sand on the river you got to take absolutely everything <laughs> Um, from a hose to feed to yeah everything if you think you need it you got to take it yeah it's just it's pretty much camping with a few stalls on the side of the diamantina i'm standing in my truck now which is my feed tin my feed room looking at the horses in their stalls Um, they go out for a roll and a bit of a walk around and you can see them walk because she's desert it's it's definitely five star because that's all you look at camping. Yeah, oh, you wouldn't be dead for twitch, mate. A long way from the tie-up stores of Eagle Farm, by the sound of it. Yeah, <laughs> no, you'd, you'd swap it. Not for Eagle Farm. This is great. This place, uh, it's very good. No, it's um, it's changed. You know, we've got showers and toilets and all those sort of amenities. And yeah, Rick and I are in a pop-up tent. Oh, cuddling. Yeah, I've done it all by myself too. No, it's pretty good. Pretty good. The weather's spot on, really. No, no burrs, no flies, so weather's good. Just mentioned Rick there. Dinner. You got um, obviously he's riding well at the moment. Then you got Rob Richardson does a lot of work for the stable too. Must be handy having those pair, eh? They're you know probably two of the most informed jockeys out that way at the moment. Yeah, you can sleep easy at night knowing them two will be there in the morning. That's for sure. It um. Yeah, it helps when you got people like that lined up and riding and working. They know them, you know, know the horses, and I, I, I think that's why we're going well. They, they, they know them, you know, just as well as I do on their side of the job. So it's um, it's good. It's a little bit easier, that's for sure. Obviously, a little hiccup there with with Quaid getting uh, COVID, but yeah, <laughs> couldn't <laughs> believe it. With, couldn't um, believe it. You don't lose much by Brooke going on, obviously, but yeah, no, a bit unfortunate for Quaid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he owes me one now. It took, it took a while to get him one, got him one, and yeah, he goes and does this on me. To put him in isolation <laughs> leading up to September, maybe. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, isolate him for sure. We're a bit biased, but um, yeah, wishing you the best uh, for, for the whole team over the weekend, and then um, I reckon you'll be back up Monday night at Brophy's if you get the win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be a real good bet. 
<laughs> not, with those ten dollars, not with those $10 schooners. Anyway, you might be able to get enough India. Yeah, holy, holy shit. <laughs> I, just went, I went to the pub before with Jacko and Rick. Rick wanted to have a look at the pub. Went there. Yeah, two schooners and a pot for $27. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, amongst amongst the seven or eight you got there, can you lead lead the listeners in on a few uh, winning hopes there on Sunday and Monday? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you only, you come down for the main one, don't you? You come down for Cup. You know, he's got to be hard, to, very hard to beat. I don't mind Wicked Wench a little bit. She hasn't. She's only had the one run for me in one. She's got to go over fourteen hundred, which is the big question mark with her. But on her one run, I'd say she'll run it, and then she's got to run on the dirt. So, you know, there's a few crosses against her, really, but I, I, I like her a little bit, yeah. And, and four mares, they've really settled in really, really good, the, the girls. So they'll be hard, hopefully. And uh, London Ruler is a jump and run fast horse from the one alley in the benchmark 70. Should be hard, too, hopefully. And- from a from a jockey's perspective, you, you probably know it well enough to how to ride birds. Or what, what sort of layout is Birdsville, and and sort of what do you got to do to win a race there? Well, Birdsville goes Melbourne way, and it's a very long straight, thousand metre corner, which is most most tracks half mile corner. It, it, it's a little, it's a very turning track, but you got a long straight, so. It's the same as any bush racing carrot, you've got to be up there, you know. It's like the birds will cup over a mile, you know. I've had half a dozen rides or more in it, and they say, you know, oh, this has got pace, it'll be up there. You jump out and you're off the steel straight away. Just, mm. They just go so hard, you know. You don't want to be one set in the pace, but you've got to be tough enough to handle it and go with them sort of thing. So, yeah, it, it's it's still hard racing, that's for sure. Yeah, you, you just know, got to stay on, stay out on, of the dust. Stay in front of the dust. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's, that's it. Hide for a while under the under the under your swag, but yeah, no, the dust is pretty good here at the moment. So, how are you going to go handling uh, all the horses by yourself? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you'll be looking for a steak sandwich and a beer pretty early, won't you? Oh, I tell you, thank God it's over two days. I'll just split them up so I can handle them. Handle them two days. Yeah, well, your little offsider uh, gave you the flick for footy in Longreach. Didn't he? What? Yeah. Well, uh, we'll probably have to get him on for a few tips later in the week, Lockie. (laughs) Put him 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 for some sort of use anyway. Yeah. I have to touch base with him every night, he said, just to make sure things are going all right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he'll be handling all, all of them back home then. Yeah, yeah, he's, he took the reins at home, so everything should be running smoothly, hopefully. Beautiful. Hopefully. Well, uh, best of luck from us anyway, and uh, we'll obviously, obviously be tuning in. Everything's on Sky and whatnot, and obviously there's a fair few owners through Hands and Heels with us amongst the two horses in London Ruler and Echo, so I dare say they'll all be tuned in and, and queuing your home. Thank you very much, fellas. Congratulations on your baby the other day. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, great. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> You'll take the rap for it. Oh, guaranteed, guaranteed. The father-in-law's here this weekend, and uh, thank God he loves a beer and a punt. So. Yeah, yeah she'd be gone otherwise. We'll be comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> All good. All right, the best. Fellas. See you, mate. Okay, right. see ya. Well, mate, as you can see, uh, a busy man out there in Birdsville, and it takes a, a fair bit of work to. Well, it's a fair bit of effort 
to get every everything out there and uh, spend a week. I guess it's a little bit different this this cup being in April, but you head down there in September and it's a two to three week mission with the circuit of Batuta, Birdsville and then Baduri. So yeah, best of luck to the team and um, hopefully we can get a winner and um, best of luck obviously to Brooke on Echo Point for us in the cup. Come Monday, mate, beer in hand and sitting back on the couch watching them on TAB. How good? Mate, cannot wait is probably an understatement. I've always, you know, you've, you've been to Birdsville a couple of times yourself. I've never had the pleasure of getting out there yet, but I've always wanted to get out there, let alone have a runner in the cup. So, mate, I'm frothing for Monday. I can't even explain how excited I am. How are you going to keep enough cash in your punting account to last you to Sunday and Monday, mate? Don't worry about that, mate. We've got Rocky. Rocky, the betting, oh, the yes. betting oasis right. that is Rocky. The, the biggest issue I've got to worry about is keeping the beers in my fridge because I'll be chewing through a few <laughs> yeah. of those before now and then. Don't worry. Right, well, let's have a crack at Rocky, mate. On Friday, the 8th of April, eight race card, rail in the true, and it's headlined by the Benchmark 65 Country Cup. Master Jamie returns here in the Open 1500. Did you see that? Yeah, and normally when I see his name, it would just be a lock, lock-in lock bet um, for Rocky, but I'm going to go against him, actually, mate. I'm going to gonna tip factory, factory Warrior in that race. Just the weight swing's too big for mine. Like, you know, he comes down to 63.5, Master Jamie, but then Factory Warrior with Talia Fenlon's going to run around 51, mate. Absolute postage stamp and has, you know, it's not just the weight swing. He's got decent form too. 75, BM75s at Eagle Farm, not beaten far. You know, class six, but that's Kubrick, real the world. That's strong form. The weight swing, the form. Yeah, I'm going to have a bit on Factory Warrior. What about yourself? Yeah, I'm with you. 51 kilos, hard to go past, isn't it? Fenlon's in form too. But I remember back in Factory Warrior last year in the Mackay Cup and uh, he ran a nice third, pretty good value. So I'm assuming he's going to be on somewhat of a similar path, maybe hit up a Rocky Cup on the way to Mackay. So uh, yeah, got beat 1.15 in a Rocky Cup last year by Regal Stage, mate. Regal Stage Friday, uh, Musselbrook. Yeah, good, mate. Queensland uh, form. Some... Might not be a Queensland horse, but the Queensland form stacks up anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's good to see that shine through. So just off memory, mate, it's just going to be Belonte in the... Uh, in the Rocky Cup for me, but let's not you're get still, too sidetracked. You're still but... about that one, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not get too sidetracked. We'll bloody rattle on for hours about him. But uh, yeah, I'm with you there with Factory Warrior. Only four-horse race. It's going to be sit and sprint. So uh, for me, Talia Fenlon on Factory Warrior. And then on to the Benchmark 65. I've found Yulong Sovereign for Ricky Vale, who I said earlier, obviously 10 winners. So he's in form from his past 15 starts. But... I, uh, I watched this horse the other day in Mackay and it was very impressive, one by over four length. And I'd assume going back to his home track, he's just going to improve from the run. The only query, I guess, is that infamous second-up syndrome. Yeah, I think that's the only uh, thing that'll beat him, mate. I'm coming with you. Again, as soon as I seen the fields, I just sort of, Sid's footprints jumped out. But um, yeah, it's decent form down there in Brizzy, but oh, I really like that Mackay run, you long sovereign. Come out of that trial, that patrolling... Finished second in as well. That obviously stacked up. So, yeah, not sure what price we'll get, especially with the Vale-Wiggins combination absolutely flying. Uh, but I'm with you, mate. Elong Sovereign. Yeah, and then the next horse, you you spruik to me nonstop. So take it away in the Class 2 Handicap 1400. Hey, this thing just wins. Quality asset. Uh, got Butler, Wheelow. You know, the run in Townsville was there for all to see. First up, 60 kilos. Uh, won it pretty easily. 
I was going back a few starts down south and just as I do, you know, because I like these horses that come up here, see what they're doing down there. Mate, ran third in a $175,000 stock aid race at Ballarat behind Trade Wind and Cirileo Miss. Now, Cirileo Miss, mate, has won a Group 3 since and as recently as last week won the Bendigo Bracelet. So, mate, that's just massive form. Um, it's obviously come up here well and that's the only question mark you have on these horses that got the good southern form and he's ticked that box. So, quality asset for me, mate. Yeah, and to add to that, his, his fourth race start was uh, at Flemington in a Joe Carmichael-listed 1,600-metre race, beaten 3.1 by Cherry Tortoni. And that horse won the Bendigo Guineas or a mile race there at Bendigo last Saturday. So, huge form, isn't yeah, it? How do you tip You know, how do you tip against that? I know it's, it's not a yeah. bad race, to be honest. Like, if you took that, you know, for a class two at Rocky, there's some really good horses in yeah. it. But, I mean, you know, you're talking listed group three form. Um, yeah, right camp, right jockey. Uh, yeah, that's for me. Yeah, nice. Well, uh, my best, my next best, I should say, is uh, my favourite races, the Country Cups, Benchmark 65. I think I've found some value, mate. I'm going to go with the Bush Horse. No innuendo for Mark Oates and Justin Stanley. Now, I would have thought Stanley would have had a number of rides offered to him in this type of race, but he's decided to go with no innuendo. And been following this horse out, out in the bush. He's, he's had some good runs. Last start, he... He beaten by 10 over 1,200, but he's a mile 2,000-metre type horse. But uh, I'm going to go with that type of form. And Sizzlating won the race last year, beating home Van Winkle. So those two uh, were the bush horses coming to Rocky and, and getting the chocolate. I would have assumed Mark has set this horse up on a similar path to Van Winkle, who got beaten in the photos. So... I think you'll find a little bit of value, gets a little bit of weight pull, and um, hopefully uh, can get the chockies there on Friday. So a nice few bets there for us. Yeah, that's a tough race, mate. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'll, uh, I can't say I'm as confident as you, but I'll credit credit for having a crack at a race like that because I reckon there's a few chances. And if you land that, yeah, I think you're right, there'll be a bit of value. We'll move on to Saturday then. I've just found two horses that I'm going to back. I don't think we need to read too much into the meet because it's a tough day what's your best on the card there in rocky on saturday yeah, it is a tough day mate and hopefully we're going in with a, a bit of armory from the day before but i've found me best in race four in the open mayor's cup bold style for me absolute arty is probably you know one of the favorites up there but it's coming back to 1200 i don't really like how it maps to be honest mokio chief is probably the other one but i think you'll find it'll come out of that race and run in the class six so for mine, the only other danger is probably Finucan Missile, um, but I'm confident at the moment where there are at their preps, bold style, two from two at the track. Got that really nice form down south. Um, again, in the strong table there, Garnet Taylor, Philpot with the claim. Yeah, bold style is the best for me there. Yeah, I like that bet for you, mate, and I'm with you as well. You go through his form, it's probably some of the best form you'll find. Last prep. Beaten in a gold jewel at Eagle Farm over 1,300. Beaten 2.5 by Tumbler Ridge. And he's gone to a Mackay Newmarket, beaten 1.7. First up this prep, he won at Rocky pretty convincingly, and it was easy. I remember, uh, I don't know if you remember, I black booked him from that run. He's had a trial in between the former round uh, race course road and explosive quality is unbelievable. It's class six um, mass destruction form and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, that, that's seventh of eleventh. Oh. Reads worse than what it was too. 1.2 beaten on the line there. So, you know, blanket finish. Yeah, I... I I think he's a great bet there on the card on Saturday, but I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go 
Oh, a little bit left field, mate, and uh, have a crack at a two-year-old <laughs> race as me best on the card. Jeez, you well, after that last um, tip you gave in the <laughs> in the Friday day, in Friday meet, nothing will surprise me. But you got to you got to have a bet in the two-year-old race, don't you? So, you know, main race of the day. So. Well, how would you go? No innuendo at no innuendo at any old odds into this thing. I don't know whether it'll be any old odds though, but. It was sort of around favouritism there against Tour de Dream last start. I've picked out Street Glory in the two-year-old race for John Wigginton and Miss Matena Philpot. Barrier 13 comes into 10, but uh, the horse gets back anyway. So it was last, 7th of 7th, last start against Tour de Dream. You should have seen her, her closing sectionals. They were second to none. And I just think, mate, 16-horse uh, field. Could be some pressure up front. If this horse can get across, find some colour. She's got the, the late sectionals to just blouse them and, and rattle off some very fast sectionals. So uh, let's just hope we can get a bit of value there with, from the wide barrier and some nice horses and, uh, yeah, take home the, the two-year-old yearling sale classic two-year-old Mate, plate. Not only will you have full pockets, you'll have some bragging rights too. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. <laughs> oh, I, don't know, I don't know if I want it to win now. Actually, I won't hear the end of it. <laughs> well, if we fill the pockets, do we buy one on Sunday? Can we buy one on Sunday anyway. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah. Well, we'll fill we'll our pockets Monday at Birdsville. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, re- refill them hopefully. But uh, yeah, if we if we lob if we lob with a multi on uh, on Friday, Saturday, and then into Sunday in the first day in Birdsville, then uh, yeah, they might be in a bit of trouble. The late lots anyway. <laughs> Maybe before we go on to uh, touching on Birdsville, let's have a look at the Bush Racing up in Atherton and Home Hill this weekend. Have you found anything on the cards there? Yeah, I have, mate, actually. We'll go to Home Mill first because I've got two there, actually. Um, and it's a track I love, you know, Jeez. being a Burdekin boy, mate. It is a, Home Mill is on the wrong side of the bridge there, but we won't, we won't, <laughs> we won't hold that against them because <laughs> they've got the racetrack. So we've got to cross it every now and then. <laughs> oh, but yeah. uh, race four there, um, Carl Spry, obviously a man who we're, we're very familiar with. He was on, on here last week. Um, Rides Kaylee Sun first up. Uh, Ricky Gudge trains, and I reckon you might get a little bit of a price there. Locally trained horse, loves the track. Uh, so that's me for race four, and then I'm going to roll into race five. So I'm going a little, sorry, race three. I'm going back a race to you know who. Hit snooze, mate. <laughs> uh, oh, I will now, be hitting snooze. Now, I know that. Out, hear me out. Home Hill is an absolute <sighs> goat track, mate. If you're in front of, around the corner. And you dodge the cricket balls because the cricket pitch is in the middle. <laughs> you win. And this thing, Georgie Holt, uh, Kelsey Lenton on barrier six, but that won't matter. She'll jump run. Carries 51. Mate, this is it. Last chance saloon for hit snooze, but I'm going again. I'll trust you. <laughs> but uh, I'll go for a different Georgie Holt trained horse. And that's in the B in the first race over 1460. I've come up with Nora. The other day, she went around in a uh, in a class one set weights race at Townsville over 1,400. Sat sort of just off the pace and got pipped 0.3 lengths by Swahili Miss. And you bet I do run third. So I think that's nice form. Before that, went around in Bowen, beaten by No Harm Done, who has since come out and won again. So for a class B race, I think that's very nice form. And obviously, Townsville form's a little bit stronger than, than a country meet. So Nora, for me, at home hill... And then a bit further north up in Atherton, I've uh, I've struck a couple here in Lord of Light and Sneaky Truth, both out of the Lugwig camp in the Class B handicap. I think there's your Quinella, mate. Lord of Light, Sneaky Truth, best of the day. But I know the bookies won't let you have a Quinella, but 
if I was to pick one on top, I'd go. Jeez, <laughs> tough. <laughs> now I've got to think Surely about Lord it. Surely, Lord of Light after seeing nah, it for you last time. <laughs> yeah, but the time wasn't yeah. that great. It's funny. Um, I, I it's didn't funny think that he's put him in the same race. Don't you reckon? He both. He's you know 100 percent owner and trainer of both of them, and you know, he, well, he's going to get the winner obviously, and he's probably going to get second. But yeah, I don't know. I just thought splitting them might have been the go, but. Mm. Money for yeah, Jan. You, yeah, you can't say no to 1500 oh, bucks for running second. But. They probably both need a run anyway. So I'm going to go Sneaky Trues because I think he'll lead, run him up, and Laura Light will need to need to catch him. And I think he's chasing a bit further than, than 1200 So give us a winner there on the card at Mate, um Good little class B there, just quietly, those two horses. Um, fluttering for mine, Charlie Hoffman, Stephen Wilson, benchmark 55. In race two there, um, coming back from benchmark 65, um, wasn't beaten far. It was a really nice run, actually. Uh, I just think yeah, it's familiar as a track three starts for a win in a second. Doesn't mind the, the distance either. Um, the only thing is Lacey's not riding it, so I'm not sure um, Not sure what the go is there. But anyway, I'm sticking with Fluttering, mate. Second up, Stephen Wilson. Beautiful. Well, uh, let's uh, let's touch on Birdsville Sunday and Monday before we go. I think everyone should get a pen out and be quick. We're not going to touch on them. We're running out of time, so don't want to babble on. You don't want to listen to us bang on about uh, horses and Birdsville. But if you're having a punt, um, I think there's some nice bets to be had and, and uh, a strong team of horses from the TNT camp, which should be good leads. I don't think you're going to get too much of a price, so... Uh, you may need to all up a few of these and but do what you want with them. What have you found on day one? Yeah, mate, just that. The uh, the TNT horses, obviously. So I think the first one will be in race three, Wicked Wench. Rick on, obviously. Uh, really nice win last start there. So can't see much cha- much uh, challenge in it there. Then Sorry. race six, mate, Kettleston. Um, she is dual nominated, but yeah, thoughts are to probably end up in that open 1200 and it'll be hard to beat there. Yeah, they're obviously two good bets. And then on top of that, a big watch on Spirit House. My only concern, though, is John Menzelman's taken 21 horses, would you believe it? And, mate, it's a headache with six, <laughs> let alone 20. So uh, they only left on Wednesday. Uh, would have taken them, you know, two days to get there. So they're only gonna, they're probably going to have wobbly legs and have two days before they start I think I again. I see a post so, there from Jay Doolan, two 21 um, horses, four people. So, yeah, mate, they'll um, come mm, Monday afternoon. They'll be, they'll be at the pub drinking those expensive beers, I reckon. <laughs> oh, tell me about it. And, and, mate, lesson to learn, and they'll either go back again because I love it or you to, won't see To be return. fair, the Mansman <laughs> Stable isn't, uh, isn't afraid of travelling. <laughs> Definitely not, but... This horse, Spirit House, uh, go through her form. Uh, it's all class form in uh, Brisbane. Last start, just got pipped at the sunny coast, but before that, was beaten five lengths, but been been beaten by Rich Lister and Lisa with a Z and a Phillies and Mares no Metro win on a Saturday. So that should be good enough to beat a, a class repeat in Birdsville. If it's close enough, uh, the other one in that race past the card looks also well-placed. Um, and then on to day two, Monday, there's a couple of nice bets here from the Austin card again. Our horse, London Ruler, he looks nicely placed. We sort of obviously ummed and ahed about whether to go the three plate on Sunday or into the benchmark 70 Monday. But I guess the barrier is the big decision yeah, there, mate. Especially out there, mate. Dusty track and the way London Ruler runs. And, and like you said, we've we done the form there in Spirit House. Potentially, um, you know, is a pretty handy horse. So all things considered. But yeah, barrier one, mate. For a horse like London Ruler, how do you pass that up and... 
Uh, 58 kilos, Rick on. Gee, I think he's, uh, yeah, he, he sits really nicely in that race. Yeah, and you jump clean into the turn there, so uh, it, barrier one's going to be clutch. Uh, the other one, uh, not out of their camp, I did like was Faith and Love. It has got the wide barrier, so as long as it can run it out, I think it'd be all right. But Philip Cole down from Darwin, barrier six, mate, but uh, it's a horse that I think is pretty classy. Went back to Darwin after winning in Concurry by seven. <laughs> First up in a 45 and a 55, so has got a couple of runs in the board. Yeah, I, I thought it'd be not a bad. I read a story about that that John Keating, the jockey mate too. He's um he's travelling up from uh, down in Victoria, so he's like, yeah, he's yeah, going to take a few days to get there. So if you Ballarat. see a car yeah. on the side of the road with a, a little bloke sleeping in a swag, it might be John. So give him a, give him a toot. <laughs> <laughs> give him a honk. Um, and then past tense in the mile 55. Uh, Rick's going to be on for him for for TNT. I remember a couple of months ago, Todd sent me a photo through of this horse, and he said he's he's uh, he was one of the horses that he thought had spelled really well and was pretty excited about. And the other day, over thirteen hundred, just sort of won convincingly and was pretty impressive. And the the further it gets, the better he'll get. So sixteen hundred is going to be a lot more suitable here. And uh, I think he'll be a nice bet with probably a little bit more value there. You double in a down, mate. Field. If no innuendo salutes uh, in Rocky, because I see it ran second to it there at Barky last start. So, yeah, well, that'll yeah, that'll definitely be a strong form line, I guess. And then uh, the cup. Yeah, what oh, do you mate. got? <laughs> what do you What do you do here? Just too excited now. Obviously, Echo Point. Um, going by what RaceNet says, I still got to send a strongly worded email to them, mate. Hey, oh, dropping the M word on him. Whoever wrote I couldn't that? believe it. I was filthy. Uh, <laughs> no, he won't hear me say that. <laughs> but um, oh, no. I mean, to be honest, yeah, on, on weights and measures, he, he does look the one. Um, bit of a bit of a hiccup there with the the jockey. Um, yeah, fancy yeah. that Quaid. Quaid, oh, I guess for everyone, uh, I got a text from Quaid about eleven o'clock yesterday. He goes. Oh, sorry, I can't make it out to ride, uh, ride Echo, but I've just tested positive to COVID this morning. I'm like, are you all kidding me? It's not like you? a Mackay meet where you can fly so you could have... straight, L straight in, can you? So. Nah, I'm like, well, what are we going to do? So, um, yeah, I was in a bit of a bit of a panic because Todd's driving in the truck to Birdsville, and, but I, I knew what to do. Uh, I was straight onto it, so um, we'll now get Brooke back on. Things happen for a reason, mate, and uh, she took the ride early on High Harry, who unfortunately got a bit crook and is not going out anymore, and uh, we'd already booked Quaid in to, to ride him about a month ago, so that plan was already in place, but lo and behold, he, he's sort of fallen a bit ill, and um, Brooke's at home doing all the work, so she now gets to uh, jet set down there and, and jump on the big fella, and she rides him work every day of the week, and, and she let down he let down for her the other day, so... We can get a repeat of that, I think. Yeah, uh, nothing, we'll be nothing in good hands. there, mate. Brooke, um, we touched on it last week, I think, or the week before. She rides those country tracks really well. And, yeah, obviously got a nice little affiliation there with Echo. So, yeah, I'm excited for her as well, mate. Yeah. You know, be a Birdsville Cup, be a nice little feather in anyone's cap as a jockey. And, and as, you know, obviously for us, if Echo can get it done, then, yeah, mate, um, Barden down here in Brizzy, where I live, they're probably going to all hear about it. I'll be up and down the street. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, probably Bernie's Tiger and Chiranda, the, the two to two, uh, two yeah, toughest to beat. Yeah, so, but you know, um, there. Well, obviously Bernie's Tiger's up there with the big weight. Um, Rick, Rick takes that ride. He, he'll he'll give it a good steer, no doubt. Yeah, Manselman team probably the two there to beat the Kim Healy, 
trained horse has been up before. Funny, form down south around Morphville is quite strong, but been up before and wasn't, um, yeah, it wasn't that competitive in the last cup that was run. So, yeah, I think probably the top two are the dangers, but uh, let's go Echo Point, mate. Well, uh, let's have a look at our best bets and the Swatania Capital let it ride to close us out. Right, uh landed some plungers last week. You, you got the best bet with patrolling up uh, at $2.40, so that takes your kitty to ten forty back in the green and also deep breath lob for myself at a dollar ninety, so I'm back in the green at ten fifty, just nosing ahead. And um yeah, so the sweet Tania Capital let it ride. Eight landed dollar fourteen winner in Nemazoo, so that takes us to fifteen hundred and thirty nine dollars for the let it ride. Good good to get a couple yeah, of wins on the board good. again. Um, now we've hit a bit of form, look out. And this the <laughs> Gee, precious. Let it ride. It'll, um, <laughs> like like these let it ride concepts do, it always starts off slow. But, mate, you know, once you start getting up there and getting it rolling, yeah, she's high-pressure stakes. Mm. And now that, yeah, really good of Sultania Capital jump on board. But, geez, it almost adds a little bit extra pressure to it now, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. Some poor, uh, some poor uh, <laughs> charities waiting for their $500 well, donation. Oh, uh, well, what, do you, what do you found do, for mate, it? Then? I'm into it. I'm going bold style and I'm going the place. Rodeo, and then your uh, best. Quality asset, mate, 50 each way. I think we should get a little bit of price there. Uh, you never really know, Rocky. Again, we're doing this before prices are out, so it's a little bit tricky. But, um, yeah, quality asset. Ra- race six, quality asset, sorry, 50 each way on the Friday meet at Rocky. Awesome, and then I'll, uh, I'll have a crack at Street Glory in the two-year-old race. Uh, I think we'll get a little bit of value there. So best of luck on the punts this weekend and excited uh, excited few days of racing. I'm off to Dan's now just to stock up. <laughs> yeah, I'm better do the same, eh? Catch you all next week back on the podcast. Thanks, everyone.